trust. Stuck inside my head Remembering you and I I analyze All those things you said You told me you loved me I kissed and you hugged me Then you smile Look in my eyes And tell me that you'll always be right there And good evening, good evening, good evening, good people. It's your aunties. Who burnt? Who got, who got the chirps? Who got chirps in the They just the chirping. They over there happy. It is 8 o'clock. Oh, is that me chirping? That's me. got to be. It ain't need no of us. <laughs> yeah, the birds, the birds is right outside my window. They need to go to okay, bed. birds. You no, they do like this all night. Snow White? All night, all morning. It don't matter. They be kicking it. It is. Well, that's what kind of That's how the seagulls be around my crib at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, nigga. Mine? Mine? Do do seagulls, do seagulls, seagulls make noises? Yes. They conk. Oh. <laughs> they they what? <laughs> That's the only way I can fucking uh, describe it. They're like, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I can't even have no They wake me up. Like, doing, I'm like, what are y'all giving birth? I had to look it okay, up. Let me, I'm about to close this real quick so y'all don't hear all that. Hold on. I like the birds. I had to. Uh, damn, that, that little uh, old ass alcohol is strong. Girl, that's because it's old. Oh, God. I wasn't ready. Like, I only took a sip. Over there drinking that old stuff. It's like lighter fluid. <laughs> Child, hey, Joni. Hey, girl. Hi, Joni. Hi, Joni. Ah, <clears throat> oh, shoot. Over there drinking that old stuff. Anywho, oh, y'all. We want to welcome y'all to another episode with your crazy rich aunties on PGC After Dark. We want to thank y'all for joining us, being here with us. And y'all, guess what? Wait, girl. What's that? We celebrate our one-year anniversary. Baby, and it's been a hell of a journey. Episode ever. Uh-huh. I said that was the longest episode ever, son. Listen. Oh, the first episode. Yes. The very first one. Oh, you talking mm -hmm. about Ladies Night. Yes. Mm -hmm. Lord, but it was fun. That episode was four. Count them. Four hours Lord. long, my guy. And if we didn't get hungry, it would have went longer because everybody was hungry and drunk by that time. Like everybody was hungry and drunk by the fourth hour. But if nobody <laughs> would have gotten hungry or drunk, we would have been into our fifth hour. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
it would have just kept going because we was we was in our zone. We was having a good time talking, communicating, all of that good stuff. And so if we would have kept going, we would have been up in our fifth hour. So did y'all make like podcast history? I don't know. No, we don't have to look that up. I've heard of a podcast going that long. We but that was four hours. Yeah, there was so many. It was still a lot of people listening in on that fourth hour. Like, baby, it, people was there from the beginning all the way to the end when we decided that we couldn't go any longer. It was people <laughs> still on now. That was dope. It was. It was really dope, and we had an amazing time. And we just really, honestly, the whole conversation, we just was keeping it 100, just bearing our souls, talking and shooting the shit like women do when they in the company of each other. That's why it was ladies night. And that's exactly what it felt like. That's what it looked like, too, to everybody else. And they was, (laughs) some of the dudes was like, oh, this is what y'all be doing when y'all be drunk, huh? Yes. When y'all have ladies night. Yes, sir. That's exactly what we do. We don't be needing. We don't be needing the men's. I mean, we enjoy y'all company. Hey, Auntie me. Michelle. Hey, Auntie Michelle. Hey, Fujila. Hey, Honeybee. Hey, Fujila. Fuji <laughs> um, but outside of that episode, well, that episode is how PGC After Dark came about. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how this came about. We decided that, shit, if we could talk for four hours about some shit, we might as well go ahead and start a show and talk about all of the shit that we want to talk about on that show. Thanks. Because why yeah. not? My ass can't spell, son. <laughs> I was like, PGC After Dark is Celebrate. I know I've been playing around being like, it's a celebrate, but that wasn't the term. Mm. Yeah, I was just sorry. sorry. Fun fact. Fun fact, my old school passed out like they um the diplomas and like all the, the little sashes and all that other stuff, and they spelled celebration completely wrong. Mm-mm. They, spe- they spelled it like, oh, I mean, not celebrate. I, I think they spell it celibate or celebrate or celebrate. So I'm like, yeah, they missed the word, another word. Uh-uh, how you oh. out here messing up and you supposed to be teaching the children? Yeah, everybody need a refund or whatever they pay for their education. Oh, it was graduation they messed up, not celebrate. It was graduation. Still. How you was school and then you messed up the word graduation. All the way up until the graduation is when somebody spotted it. A parent spotted it. So was no nobody was reading. Nobody 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 reading. At this point, I think they all should go back to school. I think, yeah. <laughs> we gonna postpone graduation for, real. for another week or so like, until y'all figure out how to spell graduation. For real. Cause no, okay. That's ridiculous. That is, but we we have we experienced a, a lot of shit over this this year. Straight up. This one year, and it took a while for us to even be able to get into our groove with the show. Simply because, you know, COVID was still running rampant last year when we decided to start the show. And then right after, it was like, COVID came through like, I, 
It's your turn, your turn, yeah. your turn, your turn. Like for months, right? I think everybody had it except me. That's and Rob. No, I mean that's some good shit. I'm sorry. Not <laughs> I literally think everybody had it except me and Robin. Hey, Christina, make crazy play. Hey, make crazy. Christina, I said Christine, my bad. Um yeah, I think everybody had it except me and Robert. Robert. <laughs> me and Robin. Yeah, no, I Me and Robin. Um and like we just had to wait it out. We had to wait it out for a while until everybody started getting better. And then when we finally got back into our groove of doing the show and making it do what it do, like we really hit our we was really doing our shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When we did get back to rolling and getting into our thing. So even the ups and downs and all of the <laughs> the stuff that was like kind of thrown in our way <laughs> before we could really get into our groove for real, it was worth it because in that time, <laughs> in that time frame. You all right? Her light just said no man. <laughs> I'm sorry. After a year, I still can't get my damn lights right. Like this bullshit. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't even I didn't even hook my light up. As you can see, this is this is dumb. Barefaced it. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like all year we have dealt with auntie type <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> auntie Michelle, it would not be a show if her sh- her phone didn't do the helicopter. At least once. I am really waiting on it tonight. I'm excited. At least once a show, or it's usually like every other show where her phone helicopters. She's usually the main one that be on some auntie shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> her equipment always be on some auntie shit. Straight up. And it'd be so funny because like we don't know when it's coming, but we know it's coming. And then when it happened, we'd be like, well. We knew it was coming. It was it's amazing. But even outside of the show, outside of the show, the auntie chat has been our place for um, building and growing our sisterhood, building and growing our connection and what we've been able to um, learn about each other over this year. And then in that time frame, we added Ayla. Like, prior to it be even becoming a year, like, we had Ayla on as a guest, and right after she was on as a guest, she became one of the aunties. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so tonight's conversation is about the power of sisterhood. That's what we're talking about: the power of sisterhood. Sister, hey, you you've been, been on my mind. Oh, oh sister. With two of a kind of I'm keeping my eyes on you. Yes. I know nothing. You better. You better. Not you over there beating up the pillow and shit. You better sing. Hey, Lorraine. That's what I was about to do. What I'm going to do with two more kids? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Every time I say her name, I think about that part on what's got to do with it. Um, hey, girl, thank you for watching. Thank you, everybody that's tuning in. I know it's Friday night. And y'all can be anywhere in the world, but you chose here. Chose to be here with us tonight. So we thank you. We appreciate y'all. Um, <laughs> why is she here, Ike? Why is she here, Ike? Why is she here? <laughs> <coughs> that movie shouldn't be like, it should not be. It, it was a bad us. part of the movie. It, but <laughs> it should not be what it is to us. It's too, it's, but it's such a good But movie. when I say her name, I always want to say to her, what I'm going to do with two more kids. And she said, that's her movie. That's my movie. <laughs> but, so let's get into this conversation about sisterhood. Mm -hmm. What what does sisterhood mean to y'all? That's a big one to unpack. Yeah. So, I think I've said this. <clears throat> I think I've said this uh on a pot on one of the shows previous, <clears throat> y'all have to excuse me. I'm okay. I'm catching my bearings. There it go. So I think I said this on the show previously. Um, when I was going through what I was going through in the middle of my divorce and leaving and all that other stuff like that, having you guys to talk to because I've bared things with you guys, and then I also had my village of friends that I already had around me had it not been for those particular ladies i'm not sure in what capacity i would have been able to get out of it because it was it took me down into like a spiral of emotions and feelings and like a breakdown that I, i've never experienced before so to have those women around me like speaking life into me praying over me like literally, I'm, i've literally sat in like three or four prayer circles of women just around me crying and praying over me and um loving on me checking on me and making sure i'm okay um I feel like that type of sisterhood of just being like, no matter what, I'm here, even though they may have their own. And a lot of them did have their own other stuff that they have going on. All of my friends, except for me and maybe one of my other ones, um, have children, families. So for them to be like, look, I, I got this and I have all this happening over here, but I'm going to still show up for you because you need me in this time of need. That's what sisterhood is to me. Like, people showing up for you and then you showing up for them in whatever capacity that you can. Cause a lot of times we don't know that us just reaching out to somebody because they're on our minds is making an impact on them in some kind of, kind of shape, form or fashion. So mm -hmm. that's pretty much what sisterhood is to me. Yeah. What about you, Jen? Okay. So with me, <laughs> it really runs deep with me like I take it's like either you my friend or you my sister like it, it's I, I take loyalty to a whole nother level in a sense and when I call you my sister that's a big deal to me 
that 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 comes with a level of protection. That comes with a level of um shit, I don't even know. It comes with a level of everything because we're gonna hold each other down no matter what. And like Ayla said, it comes with getting past my problems to help you with yours and vice versa. And it means so much because as black women, we are the most not hateful, but we come against our own far too often. So when you find someone or people or individuals that you can come to and have a vibe with, that is a treasure. That's a gift mm-hmm. Amen. that you would never want to give up because, baby, the strength of black women when we come together, baby, we cannot, we already afford separately, but together. As a sisterhood, baby, back. They will, They already hate us. They hate us even more. Okay. But I'm a force when we together. Baby, hey. I'm by myself. Hey. Mm-hmm. You make me better. You make me better. <coughs> hey. Um, you ain't lying. Like, I agree with both of y'all. Like, having a sisterhood means yes. so much. Mm. Like, um, it means a lot. It means more than sometimes you can even put into words simply because people take sisterhood for granted. You know, like people take friendships for granted, but also like outside of just having a friendship, there's a sisterhood. And within that sisterhood, it's like, man, do you know how much we could accomplish if we do it together? How much yeah. we could accomplish if we decide as a unit that we gonna come together no matter what we do, no matter how we move or whatever's going on, we gonna stick together, we gonna ride it out, we gonna gonna be there for each other. And I can just say like, since we started our auntie chat, like it has given me room to grow and be vulnerable in a way that I haven't been in a long time. And then it also has been my safe space, even though as, (laughs) Oh, Even though at times I feel like I be getting the sound at because of some of the stuff I bring to the table. And wow, we just want to know when the shit gonna pop up. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's coming. We just want to know, like, bitch, what, waiting is on it? what is yeah. it today? And huh? so it's always funny when I bring up something <laughs> random or off the wall type conversation because it'd be like, ooh, let me see what like, well, you know what happened. Let me read the judgment. That's what I be waiting for. Let me read the judgment. <laughs> but um, but even then, like I look for the judgment because it'd be funny, first of all. But then secondly, <laughs> it's because I know that y'all not necessarily gonna come at me on some yes man type shit. Like I mm. hate a yes man. Yeah, I hate a person that's always gonna agree and always gonna be like on the same, always on the same page. Nobody is always on the same page. Damn. So I love when we do have the opportunity to have conversations and really be open and honest and and be vulnerable. That vulnerability is a lot and it says so much more than we realize because Mm -hmm. for a black woman to be vulnerable with another black woman despite the things that we've been through in our friendships in the past or Mm -hmm. even relationships it makes a big difference for us to be able to say hey i trust you and still be able to talk to you in this way Mm -hmm. and i trust that you're not using the things that i tell you 
um, mm-hmm. against me or telling nobody else this shit. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Oh, y'all secrets is always safe with me. No, okay. Because... 80% of the time, I forget. Look, let me tell you, when you were saying <laughs> it, when you were saying it, I was like, y'all told me a lot of stuff, and I honestly don't remember. Unless you start talking about it again, then I didn't it, forgot, it refreshed my okay? memory. Other than that, it's gone. That's it's right. gone, baby, so it's safe. I did Unless a video like that on TikTok. And something to trigger my memory, baby. Your secrets are safe here. Because I don't remember, and the other part is that, like, I'm not the person to be out here just shelling out your your information, Mm because, first of all, you told me, and why would I tell somebody else, you know, but, um, like I said, there is a power in being able to connect and be in a sisterhood with other Black women, and be in yeah. a sisterhood where you feel safe and feel comfortable to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Even when you don't feel comfortable to be yourself in, with the rest of the world. Like, yeah. that's the biggest part. I be, I be y'all made me, um, <laughs> mainly you could be bully. <laughs> Fucking bully, man. Nah, but <laughs> I started opening up more and being more comfortable in verbalizing when I'm not okay. Cause a lot of times I I'll be like yeah I'm good I'm good but deep down inside hey 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 why don't you just why don't you just, uh, camera oh, just I'm out? sorry That's I'm sorry shit. This my is, judgment came out out loud I'm sorry <laughs> but anyway <Go> yeah <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say because <laughs> the alcohol fucker go on boo we're listening. No, fuck that shit. See, this is <laughs> in the sisterhood. Y'all gotta put up with the bullshit, okay? It's okay. I like it. We with you, though. We I with know. you. I know. We and are taking pictures of your ass while you sleep in the back seat of their car, and they sending you pictures and shit. Who took pictures of you? And do? Who did them? She was driving. Why you take a picture of her? She took a picture on the way back from Alabama because I was knocked the fuck out. Hmm. And I don't feel. But I only shared them with you. You did. I look a hot ass mess. I ain't even sent it to the auntie chat. I only shared (laughs) them with you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. I would have known that. I got you. Don't stop no shit, because I got I you. Really <laughs> sent it in the I would have sent it right in the chat. <laughs> she would have, see? I definitely would have did it. See, I was looking out. I sent it directly to you, didn't send it to nobody else. <laughs> and you I did. cackled the whole time. <laughs> That's a damn Because I was like, I know she's going to be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that you can say, but was I, up? I was up then when you took that picture. Everybody I don't think I was asleep, but, but me, probably. <laughs> I wasn't asleep. I think all you of us probably was on the phone, or I was probably, I was probably taking, huh? Right, 
I wasn't right. taking. Yeah, right. All right, well. Oh, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna argue. Mm -mm -mm. You said what? I can't drink the rest of that. Why? You Girl, because I'm tipsy, a lightweight already. <laughs> yes. This is so interesting. Yes, you at home. Keep it going. You you ain't going nowhere. No. You listen, y'all know I ain't had no real alcohol in six months. Okay, so keep drinking and drink it slow. No, I'm over here feeling like, oh, <laughs> did you love water or something? Where is your water? I did. That's why I started drinking after this big gulp cup. Cause I'm like, uh, uh, I don't like this feeling. I guess so that's I what I get. Drink. Somebody come get the rest of this bottle. <laughs> you gotta drink it. You gotta drink it for me. Cause I'm <laughs> drinking. Mm -mm. I ain't drinking no more. I'm passing to the wine on the corner, put it in the water bottle or something, hand it to him. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. I mean by Tavi. Uh who? Tavi said, Do you think that sisterhood is unconditional and friendship comes with conditions? Hell yeah. yeah. Um yeah. It depends. I'm gonna say that it to... should be. Is it friendship it or associateship? Because uh-uh, who is this? Who is that? Um, <laughs> encouraging that nonsense. Sorry, unconditional. Yeah, that's what it feel like. Unconditional. You would do anything for someone that you call your sis. I think all all ships should come with some form of boundaries. But when it comes down to sisterhood, it's kind of like y'all understand each other's boundaries and you move accordingly. In friendships, motherfuckers don't always recognize boundaries or give a fuck about your boundaries. Even, and that's why a lot of them have to be uh, decreased to associate or non-existent at one point. Because mm -hmm. if you can't respect that, then what the hell do we have a ship for? A friendship, relationship, any ship? Mm -hmm. What are we sailing for? Like, fuck. I think. What are we sailing for? I like that. Mm -hmm. for sail away, sail away, <laughs> sail away. Um, I <laughs> think with um sisterhood. I think there's a grace that comes with sisterhood that doesn't often come with friendships. Like once we reach sisterhood, that means we've learned to understand each other in different aspects and in different areas of our lives. And we, whether we are able to verbalize those things or not, we have come to the understanding that my sister is dealing with shit, going through shit mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, whether she tell me or not. And I am going to extend grace because I know that there's something happening and I know that there's something going on. Um, I think in friendships, there should be the same grace. Um, and I also believe that friendships should transition. I feel like they should, like they should start as an associate. They transition to your friend. <laughs> Not Tommy looking at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, 
Tavi, don't don't judge me. It, it's all I got. She said, I, got I love some Amsterdam. Okay, she okay. Been in that Amsterdam for two years. Hey, what I got. Um, <laughs> hey. but you transfer from associate to friend, and then they become family. Cause right, I, I like don't feel friends. like, huh? I don't like calling people best friends. You either go from friend to assist, or you know, a bro or something like that. Like, yeah, I like best friends. Um. I think in that transition, they become family. Like, I don't, like, my best friend, Marcy, is my sister. Motherfuckers don't even think that's not my sister. Like, (laughs) motherfuckers literally think that girl is my sister. They always ask, like, um, who the oldest? Then one is trouble, one ain't. Both of them damn near the same height, and I keep forgetting until I see them in person. Do we see them in (laughs) <laughs> Do you see us together? True. <laughs> Just tall. But um, I think friendships, all relationships should come with boundaries, but I think friendships um, come with a different type of boundaries that sisterhood uh, doesn't have. I think that's the difference. The boundaries are different. And the conditions are different. I think all relationships have conditions. That's right. We can say it's unconditional, but no, all relationships have conditions. Mm-hmm. I think the conditions vary depending on the type of relationship you have with that person. Yeah. I think that's what. That's my thoughts. Y'all might not agree, but those are my thoughts. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to break up a situation that happened with a friend. And it made me feel some type of way, but I have to understand that she kind of still learning me. But I have a uh, thing about my thick ass glasses. I don't wear them out in public. I barely wear them around people. Okay, so she knows. Wait, why you have to? Why you have to say it like that? Because I, I, I was gonna laugh. Look. They call them thick as fucks. I, I, I'm okay with it now. Like, when I was younger, you wouldn't even be, catch me with them glasses. Now, I don't even care. Y'all gonna like me regardless. It don't matter. But she literally was making fun of the glasses, but then was like, I'm making fun of them because I know they bother you. I know it bothers you. And I don't know if that's what she really meant to say, but at that moment... Bitch, we was about to not be friends no more because now that's something like I would never, you know what I'm saying? But it it really, it really bothered me. And I had to bag away and really analyze the situation and the person that said the shit and knew that she didn't mean no harm in it. And I know that that boundary was crossed like <laughs> to me because that like intentionally trying to trigger me and baby yeah. i will tussle with you yeah and that's but how intentionally trying to trigger me and that's how i felt but i had to i had to back up and just kind of take a look of our friendship and know that she genuinely is not that type of person but at that moment if i would have stayed in my feelings oh baby we probably, I would probably walked up out of her crib and never talk to her again because that's how upset I was about it. And a friend also knows to leave me the fuck alone when I'm upset because you don't want me reacting in that moment. 
Because if I'm reacting in that moment, oh, it's going to be some bullshit and we probably won't even come back from it. You need to give me the time to analyze the situation, analyze my feelings and move off of that. Because if we just moving off my straight emotions, oh, bitch, you ain't going to like me. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to like me. You ain't going to like me and nothing else that come with it. You hear me? For real. So, yeah. Um, Monte, that's your ass on here talking about some just take it to the head. No, <laughs> sir, I will not. Just take it to the I was about to I take it to the uh, head. Look, I, I literally drank <laughs> you still have a you here. still have more glass to go. No, we have, we have an hour. Where, that's it. Uh-uh. That's, that's all drink? I had. I didn't even what? drink the whole cup. No, ma'am. No, no ma'am. I'm gonna, need you, I'm gonna need you to just sip slow. No. Just uh-uh. sip that shit. You ate? No, my chicken over there sitting on the stove. Well, you about to eat it, girl. Done. Sip that. Because I'm going to tell you right now, that chicken going to be fire once you get like a good level of tipsy. Mm-hmm. That chicken. It's going to be fire because yeah. it, it's seasoned to perfection. Yo, this yeah. shit really does smell like and taste like lighter fluid. Well, why are you drinking it straight up is the question I have for you. I'm not. She got some juice in there. I had one of those little frozen margarita peach pack things I put in first and it was too sweet, so I added. But this shit. Don't right some alcohol already? Uh huh. Yeah, but right. they still be sweet. <laughs> it still was sweet because I had that for a while too. So all the syrup and shit went to the bottoms. Yeah, so now I got a big ass ice cube that has no flavor in it because it's real light skin. So I just added the little lighter fluid on top, and this is what we're working with. Ooh. She gonna be singing if you really love me, won't you? I'm gonna be doing a body roll. I'm gonna be doing a body roll. Lorraine said friendship definitely has conditions, and friendships tend to think they are exempt from boundaries. Facts. Yeah, I've had friends like that that felt like they were exempt from boundaries. I actually had a um roommate years ago who would uh sleep with the door open. And she'll be butt naked. And uh I would have company. Oh. And oh, because I was about to say if it's just me and you in the house, do you think if it's just me and her in the house, that's fine. But it you know, I no, I'd be I'm like, man, in there, close the door for her. I did. I closed the door every time. I'm <laughs> like, and I'm I'm talking about spread eagle. Yeah, Puss, two Puss just saying hello to everybody. She was crazy. I don't know, you know, some people just I don't know. But I have hey, a Hey, Mr. McKinney. At least Hi, honey. Oh, hey, boo. Hey, y'all first. I'll leave. I went to straight to hey, boo. I was like, he didn't speak? Oh. <laughs> he, really y'all got on him last time. Dennis said. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, okay. You good. What? Hey. She was ready to tussle. I was. I was. Um, was Tommy says some friends get a little too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's, with that's true. Yeah, and I, it also depends on like again the level of friendship, the mm-hmm. the longevity of the friendship and stuff too. No, and when I say longevity, I don't necessarily mean years. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, the strength of spirit. that friendship makes a big difference in how you get to operate with me, because. Like, one of my homegirls, like, I got to talk to her rough, okay? Because that's the only way she'll understand where I'm coming from and what I'm saying. 
I you know, I can't do the whole yeah, girl. And you know, like I can't do the I can't do the soft talking to her. I gotta be like, bitch. <laughs> you know, and, and, yeah. and I gotta come straight. I gotta come that way. So and that so you got that rolls into friend. my question. Huh? I said that rolls into the question that I had, which is about accountability. If you can talk to your friend like that, you can hold them accountable. And I think a lot of times sisterhood is being able to hold or or brotherhood or whatever is able to hold your particular friend, brother, whatever you want to call this person accountable for the shit that they do. And the shit that they say they want. Like, you know what I'm that. saying? That's you can't. But it's crazy because even in a sisterhood, a brotherhood, they want that accountability, but still can't accept the accountability. And it's so crazy. Like, if I sit here and we have a conversation, I'm like, bitch, you need to do this. We walk the band. And you like, blind. Huh? <laughs> nah, I don't. Like, I ain't do that. It's like, bitch, what? You kind of get tired of that shit. You, it, it's exhausting too if the person is not um willing to accept that shit and i've noticed that a lot of adults do not know how oh, here she goes this cheesy face shit <laughs> i noticed that a lot of adults do not know how to accept accountability no matter what ship they're on okay mm -hmm. yeah that's true that is true and, oh, and like, even oh, when oh, when you're trying to become the accountability partner for your sister brother or whoever there is still, I, I also think that there is, you're supposed to add a little grace in there. Um, simply because, you know, people ask to be held accountable in something that they're transitioning into most of the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need you to hold me accountable because I'm trying to organize or get my life together or trying to get my finances in order or I'm trying to lose weight, you know. And so there's something that they're usually trying to do. So that's when they need a little grace. Right. But if it's something that you ask me to fully hold you accountable to, mm. and when I do it, then you be up here like, but see what had happened. Are you doing all that? Uh-uh, you doing too much. I just asked you to hold me accountable, not to be my mama. Girl! Call it what you want to do. This is the same thing. And I feel like um, so what does being held accountable look like to you? Now I got now I got questions. No, for real, like what is your definition? Because because in the world we live in now, people be using words and they don't know the definition. They don't know what they mean. <laughs> Over you, they don't mean knowing the definition. They don't know what they mean. I know. So, I know my girls have been. My girl and my guy have been on my ass about my health or whatever. Um, lately since I was sick. So, and I don't be, I don't, I be rolling my, I roll my eyes all day, every day. But you're still listening. But I'm still listening. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm mad. I'm not even mad. It's just like, dang, I want to drink. Uh, like, dang, I want to go out and do it. But I, I know I gotta listen to my body, but everybody else is like you. As soon as I say, "Ooh, I can't wait to have me a little drink," you ain't drinking today. Everybody <laughs> asks you shit about today. I said what I want to do, so I, I appreciate being held accountable. Because sometimes I think we, I, I think honestly, a lot of times people 
lose the beauty the the beauty in being held accountable mm-hmm. because there's probably something sometimes we block ourselves from seeing things or understanding things because they don't appease to us and we're mm-hmm. we're being like selfish or whatever and our feelings absolutely about and so when somebody is holding us accountable it allows us to look outside of our own emotion or our way of thinking and being like dang all right, you might be right. I am I am doing too much or I do need to dial it back some because that is coming off like this, that, and a third. But when, when my people, when I feel like my people don't hold me accountable enough, I say something like, bitch, you don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You don't love me. You <laughs> knew I was up here trying to lose weight, yet you let me roll up in Wendy's. In order of four for four. Now, right, bitch, you just gave me a cupcake and let me have a drink. Right, like you don't love me. No, okay. So we I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I feel like accountability is a form of growth because once you held, hold yourself accountable for any actions that you do, you're able to make the necessary changes to grow from that experience so it's like why wouldn't you want to grow ain't nobody meant to be on this earth to be in the same position for all their entire life and if you are then what the hell are you here for like you're supposed to learn continuously learn yourself every single day and god places in whoever your god is places people the universe or whatever places people in your path to help you help push you to be better and grow from why is anybody that's in your circle that not doing huh lorraine said good night she got to be up at 3 30 for work yeah damn that's some grown folk working out i ain't that adult she's an adult Uh you're adult Mm -hmm. (laughs) i ain't that much uh -uh. i'm gonna be in give you some rest boo I might be asleep. I might be working. I don't know what I'm going to be doing today. That's a motherfucking adult to your ass adult. Okay. To I get up at that time? To get up at 3.30? I did that shit last week. Mm-hmm. And I only like, get up that early for a flight. No. <laughs> you, no, 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 no. If you going, you got 3.30 flight, ain't no going to sleep. Mm-mm. No, I mean, if I'm I got to get up if I, if my flight, flight is like at 5 or 6, I might get up about 3.30. No, I'll be up there, so I won't miss it. Cause my fr- my deepest sleep is the first couple of hours, the first uh four hours. No, I'm good on that. Um, oh, she was talking about accountability. Um, <laughs> but I also think. <laughs> In the midst of like trying to grow, trying to be better, trying to do better, and we giving people grace, a lot of us don't even know how to give ourselves grace. Man, bye bye. Um, some of us don't know how to be forthcoming with information or communication, and a lot of times that comes from um other areas of our lives where we haven't been able to fully be forthcoming or open with the communication and things like that 
because of the reactions, because of the responses that we've gotten when we have been honest and open and forthcoming with different things yeah. about where we are in our lives. And so we, we take those, we take those experiences into other areas of our lives. And I don't care what nobody say. Um being that vulnerable, even in spite of all of the shit that you dealt with before and already, and you still choose to be that with other people, like, that's the part where we're supposed to be, as humans, grateful. Yeah. Because you stepped outside of yourself. You stepped outside of, like, what you know, what you're used to, and how you're used to operating to still be vulnerable, still be open, still be... um like really give of yourself to those people that surround you and sometimes that's hard but if you still do it anyway like my 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 heart goes to you and we thank you for for the growth because that's what growth looks like yeah. yeah hey naomi did i say hey i might have said it in my head but i want to make sure hey, i said naomi. it out loud hey, hey. i want to make sure i said it out loud and gary said damn genesis sounds like you read that from the dictionary I'm passionate about accountability, especially in adults. <laughs> like it, it's serious. Like if we're adults start being accountable, baby, this could be a better world. It really could. And I'm probably gonna get a oh, lot shit. of backlash for this. That's okay. Go ahead, say it. I probably am. That's okay. But I as don't. women in general. <laughs> We don't like taking accountability for uh -uh. shit. Uh -uh. We don't like taking accountability for the type of men we choose, the type of, the way we talk to people. We don't like taking accountability for nothing. But, a but then we always we trying to blame the next person or try to say like it's somebody else's fault. No, baby, what, what, where do you take? Where do you... Uh, uh, except your part and how the shit played out, how it rolled out, what happened, and all those kind of things. Like, yes, it could be a lot of other people's, like, the situations can play out to sometimes it do be other people. Yeah. A lot of times it can be other people. Right. But what is it that you did or did not do in that situation that could have made it better? Or did you just do the best that you could and you walked away or whatever? But, um, like, we do a lot of deflecting. Yeah. And that shit is going to be, it's going to be the death of a lot of us because we choose not to accept responsibility for the way we act, the way we show up, what we do, how we talk to people, how we treat people. And I, for one, can say I'm learning a lot about myself when it comes to accepting accountability, when it comes mm -hmm. to like really trying to grow, not just as a person, but as a businesswoman as well. Like, listen. She be out here rough and hard and raggedy. And you're trying to learn yourself in so many different areas and different aspects and you're trying to grow. Shit. That I'm part right there, that being accountable in business, baby. Mm -hmm. Listen. Mm -hmm. That is a hard pill to swallow because baby. I know that they say that customers are, all, are always right. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a whole lie. That's a whole lie. But, like, I know in my business, okay, so I'm you about choked to, on your word. I'm about to be hella accountable right now. Like, I, but 
throughout my business, I've tried to be accountable because I know my turnaround times with certain things are not what they are. And I own my shit. Like I literally try to own my shit. I try to give discounts where necessary. I would try to overcompensate for the lack that I have put in. But this is where a lot of, I'm not trying to get on like black businesses, but we do not own our shit in business. Like that accountability in business and customer service in business is going to, can make and break your entire company, my guy. Like we even, and so when you say that women, bitch, I've seen it all over the place and I've been trying to get better. Like, and that's part of the entire process. It's hard. <laughs> it's yeah. hard because you literally have to own your shit. And people, oh, well, I ain't never said that shit was easy. No, it's not. But you know what's crazy though? And as I was listening to you say it, I was listening to both of y'all say it, I agree 100% with everything that you guys are saying. What's the messed up part about it is that it's glorified. It's glorified on social media and things like that, that women don't take accountability or they don't um, they don't accept when they are at fault for choosing the men. Like because I know everybody felt some kind of way about the Samuels guy, whatever. But ultimately, some of the stuff that I did listen to when I did, I didn't listen to a lot of it. All Kevin Samuels. I didn't listen to a lot of the things, but I listened to a few and some of it was accountability like i remember the one where he had the young lady on there and was saying and was asking her the kind of man or whatever that she wanted or something like that and she had all these stipulations but she didn't have any of that and then she had like five kids and like four baby daddies but he couldn't have kids and it was like all these things now i'm not saying that you can't have standards and everything else but at the same time in, in what aspect or dynamic are you holding yourself accountable for the type of men that you chose and that you were in those situations with? And now you feel as though like, well, I didn't chose these types. Now I, won't, I now I want this type, but then, but they can't, but they can't, <laughs> they can't be mad or fault me for all this other stuff I got going on. And it just really, it kind of blows me sometimes when I see, so many women, I feel like a lot of women, it's not even the, the accountability part. Sometimes I feel like it's a delusional part. I feel like it's just like complete delusion on some of some, cause I've been delusional before. And mm-hmm. when I look back at some of the things that I've accepted or some of the things that I've said and, or never took accountability for, I'm like, what was going on in my brain? But, I, but I felt, uh, what's the word I'm privileged in that aspect because I was a woman. See, that's okay. So this is where this shit has to be broken down because we can on the surface, like even when it comes down to the podcast, we could on the surface talk about, oh, somebody's delusional or she's not showing accountability, but we're not diving. Everything seems to stem from the same shit though. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole generational curses and mm-hmm. healing and not healing and wow. not knowing like how how do i hold myself accountable how do That's i allow my know. friends to hold me accountable if i don't even know what the root of the cause of me doing this shit is exactly so it all stems from one thing and it's crazy how 
everything just seems no matter what we get on this podcast to talk about it could be even sisterhood how do we hold our sisters accountable for helping us if we're all fucking unhealed you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that everybody is unhealed in your circle but and not saying that because you're unhealed that you don't have good advice but it's like how do i hold myself accountable if i don't even know what the root cause is like with the whole kevin samuels thing he was just looking on the surface of what people was telling him like exactly. he never tried to dig deeper he just like bitch you delusional bitch you crazy <laughs> bitch, you, you or a dude and he had a lot of delusion or, happening for himself for himself as well yeah so um, it's like an unhealed person trying to fix a, another unhealed and all we doing is causing more more trauma and drama amongst each other because don't nobody know unless you go get therapy don't nobody know what the cause is i feel like we're always healing though Oh, yeah. you know, if, 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 if we're actively if we're actively working on it right. we're always healing we're always in a healing process right. and things don't have to stay stagnant <clears throat> because you're in a healing process i think we are, are always doing it if we're actively working on that right and you and all honestly how could you even tell when you're a hundred percent healed from something nobody is ever a hundred percent healed exactly. from anything something's going to, I feel like to come right back up something can trigger that emotion back mm-hmm. something can always trigger you it is your reaction yeah, to your the reaction trigger to that you. makes the difference that's right um but i also feel like healing is not a it's not a destination it's a continuous journey and nobody is always continuously healing Mm -hmm. like nobody is always in the healing like nobody is always healing like we have phases and time frames where we do our healing work Mm -hmm. a lot of the time we're trying to figure out what the fuck needs to be healed what needs to be worked on how can i work on it how can i be better and then when we implement those things that we de- that we figure out at this point in time, I'm like, I need to work on this. Mm-hmm. Then we do the healing for that. Okay. And then, you know, it's it's a continuous thing. Like we work on that and then, okay, I feel like I'm a little better at that. Now mm-hmm. what's the next thing I need to work on? So there's mm-hmm. a continuous journey of healing and work being done. And even if somebody don't know better today, they might know better tomorrow because we don't know what work they did today. Exactly. Uh-huh. So it, it's a lot of sometimes we have to extend, and I keep saying extending grace because that's the biggest thing that we do not uh, do. We do not offer each other as black people, as black mm-hmm. women, as black mm-hmm. men, and um, mm-hmm. we don't offer it to black men, and black men don't offer it to black women. But that is one of the biggest things that if we decided to not be so motherfucking holier than thou, high and mighty, and put ourselves on these high-ass pedestals, then we would actually come to an understanding, shit, everybody out here dealing with something. Everybody out here fucked up. My, my fucked up and my healing and the shit I'm going through don't negate yours. And that's the other part. We yeah. so busy trying to shove somebody else shit off like... Everybody going through something. Um, I but, know that my mother. Exactly. But, but you going through and what I'm going through and through. comparable. I need somebody to hear me. I need somebody to listen to me. Um, and mm-hmm. I get everybody going through something, but I need some help right now. And mm-hmm. and if 
Because is it me or is it her? Bitch, I thought it was the entire <laughs> thing. So I, I, when I saw you move, I'm like, okay, it's not just. I thought I part. saw you blink, and I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. It's not the phone tried to trip while I was in the middle. Okay, but um, it was me and was was like, like, you were like, bitch, I'm like, bro. <laughs> There'll be a lot more understanding and there'll be a lot more um, people willing to do the healing work and willing to go down that journey because some people just be like, I ain't finna do all that because people don't care no goddamn way. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's a difference between grace so and So some people naive. would rather stay some people instead of trying to be better or or change their ways because people don't recognize it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just tell the motherfucker I see you matters a whole no, yeah. 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 You you absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely. You're right. And there's a difference between um grace and being naive. Because sometimes we'll allow too much of something from somebody because we feel like we're continuously giving them grace and giving them whatever. Sometimes you just got to learn to step out and be like, you know what? You you my peoples. I love you. And that's what we come back to what we said before about, about boundaries, mm -hmm. having boundaries uh, in our friendships, because that's super important, too. Yeah, I, Girl, you need to set a limit to a lot of that shit. Especially yeah. down to giving grace because I can't tell you how many times I kept giving grace to people that wasn't even worth the grace. You know what I'm saying? Just because oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings or uh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. But at the end of the day, I end up more hurt than they did. Exactly. I'm giving them way more than I was giving myself. And that's not okay. It is. <laughs> And then have you been in that space where you were doing so much of that and your friends was telling you, girl, you need to just. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bitch, what? No. Like, no, that's my you friend. The whole action. It's like, no, but there's so that's my, that's my, oh, that's my, we like this. <laughs> then I, when they write, I don't want to go back and tell the ass that they write. So I just be like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> Look, let me tell you, I have had friends who when I was younger, it was a it was a clique of us. It had mm -hmm. to have been like about 13, 14. It was a whole huge clique of us. Mm -hmm. Now it's not that many of us. Mm -hmm. But at some space, I just knew I'm like, everybody, I can't be around all these, I can't be around all these chicks. Mm -hmm. And I think we was like in our mid-20s at that point. And most of the girls was gone by that time. I think it was probably like eight, nine, ten of us, something like that at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm-mm. If the spirit was different, even though I had my own, here's the thing, I was going through my own personal shit too. But at the same time, I just knew the spirit in this group, someone right. And I didn't know what. <laughs> I didn't know who. So I just kind of kept my distance on top of the drama that I was already experiencing personally. So I kept my distance and it took a while for some of my other friends to be like, nah, you right. But eventually now we're in a space where everybody just like, yeah, girl. Cause yeah. I'm, you know, like now everybody is respecting the, or appreciating 
appreciating the friendships for what they were when they were what they were because we did have great times together but also understanding the blessing and growing apart from somebody you know what i mean because just because you all grew up with each other and when i'm I'm talking about we 13 12 10 11 like all of us and then at some point everybody had to break free from each other because it was it was too much and i didn't realize you, they talking about real housewives of whatever. Shoot, they should have been hanging out with the young chicks of Harvey back yeah. in the day. Because <laughs> when I say that drama was crazy, that was some. And we, but the difference was we weren't going on trips. Yeah, we you know no- what? I I actually am scared for this new generation because I honestly don't feel like they really understand what a sisterhood is. Like mm. the way that they backstab each other nowadays and how you keep seeing these videos and uh news about people going on vacations, like the even uh, the old yeah. girl that was in um at the uh Crown Plaza that they still ain't solved her case. And talking about she was there with her friends and somehow got killed and ended up in the freezer. Like, where are your friends? Where are these friends? And then with old girl that went to Mexico. And I think that was the entire setup. It's like these younger people, Every first of all, everybody look alike. Nobody has Swear to God, a, nobody has no identity of their own. Identity. You know, everybody looks the same. And it becomes, and so when it's like that, it's like it becomes a competition for attention. And y'all, y'all looking for the attention of the wrong motherfuckers, first of all. And and you don't even have the right friends around you to even build you up and let you know that it's just okay to be different. It's okay okay. to stand out. (laughs) You're supposed to. You're supposed to be different. Yeah. You're supposed to offer something different. Y'all, y'all all the same. Y'all all doing the same thing. Like, where's the individuality? Where's the uniqueness? What what sets you what are y'all building and accomplishing together? Y'all all got the same outfits, same weaves, same lashes, same makeup artists. It's like, but all of y'all same are body. Different. Same. I was just about to say same body. body. Like how do how if all y'all the same then what are y'all adding to each other or help build the next like what are you doing telling them a different uh lash plug or something like no that shit is dumb girl irritated and that kind of even goes back to like when black china was talking about she had them fillers in her face when she was 19. Why? Yeah, I didn't realize she had that. Why were you 19? Yeah. Why were you 19 thinking that you weren't cute enough that you didn't that her you mama. feel like I, I was just about to say her mom fake titties, that you needed a fake booty, that you needed to do all of this. And I- it, it had to be it was her mother. Her, her mother. mother was definitely the main culprit. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the things that she went Still through. Still is. Still, still trying to be right. Are you not happy for your daughter? Whether it's for clout or whatever the fuck is for, why aren't you happy for her? That shit is dangerous as hell. That shit is dangerous as hell to keep walking around getting all them goddamn surgeries, and you just have nobody in your corner. Like, and you would think that the most support would come from someone like your mama. Or 
Assist. Or the person trying to hold you accountable, saying, "Hey, you're beautiful. You don't need all of this. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 you're beautiful just the way you are." And like when, when now, uh, when she was, because when she was showing, like, I think I saw a picture of her sometime last year. I think it was around the time when she cut her hair off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" Because she looked like a like a mannequin in some like not even a mannequin mm-hmm. she reminded me of that that the way her face was because of her cheeks and there's no disrespect to her but it, this is just yeah, how this is how my visual my visual went she looked like that that uh puppet from Saul. and i was like girl why would you now that she took all that out and you starting to see like her full like because her face was like mm-hmm. it's like your like this but now it's like oh like her face looks softer yeah it looks softer it looks well it looks better to me than does she have any friends that she kicks it with publicly or posts publicly like because some of these celebrities i'll never see them with nobody she used to be with the kardashian and once upon a time that's it and that's all. It ain't nobody's friends. Well, they ain't nobody's friends. That is. Soon shit went left. They they dropped her ass because, especially when she was dating their brother. Their brother. Well, th- well, they dropped her before then because the other sister was already dating her baby daddy. The fuck? Dating tigers. Tigers. Mm-hmm. So, but I got a question. Um, about uh, so one of the things that I. I struggle with as being a friend sometimes is being able to tell my friends when I feel like they're doing certain things with their children. Mm. So I know because I know that is a sensitive part for a lot of women. And I know all three of us, we we are women who do not have children, but I, be, I believe we all are aunties or godmothers or something to that degree. Mm. And I know sometimes I'm on the outside looking in, but when I'm looking at the way that certain <laughs> things are happening or the way certain things are being presented, I tend to kind of just like I listen, I ask questions, and every now and again, I may like try to give advice or try to be like, well, I mean, when you when you was this age, <laughs> like, and I don't know if. I don't know if you guys have experienced that as well, where it's like maybe they'll listen to you about other stuff, but when it comes to their kids, they, mm-hmm. you know, that's a totally different situation. Mm. You know what? I don't know why people be listening to me anyway, but um, yeah, when it comes to their kids, a lot of people that have kids, they feel like a single person don't know how to have kids or treat kids or know where the child place is or can speak on them. But I don't believe that. Like, I feel like some of these parents that our parents came speak on their own kids. Like, y'all. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the times that they forget what it was like being a child because now they have kids. So now it's like the delusion, using delusion again, but it's kind of like they've completely forgotten that aspect. And I'm like, when you were at this age, what were you thinking? What were you feeling? Where were you at? Don't try to sit over here and act like this wasn't the space you were in at this age. Your experience 
as a child then is completely different from their experience as children. Now they're exposed to way more. And, and honestly, this was the same thing that our parents were saying about us when we were younger, because we were more exposed to things that they weren't exposed to as kids. Now these kids is like double, triple exposed to things that we weren't exposed to as children. So it's like, I, I try to convey that information the best way I can because, of course, yeah, I'm not a parent, but at the same time, what me not being a parent have to do with me still having a, um, an opinion on you taking accountability that you created this situation with your child? Mm-hmm. Whatever this energy, whatever this atmosphere is, whatever, however they're feeling, they're not getting it just be, just out of thin air. They're, they're, they're learning this somewhere, and it's somewhere that if, if I'm watching and I'm seeing it's something it's yeah. something you did or didn't do, and I'm telling you, like, I'm this is why this is like this now because she just or he just oh okay, well, all right. You know it all. I hate when people say, <laughs> Oh, well, you ain't got no kids, so you don't know. What? Okay. Um, first, first of all, of all. <laughs> I was a preschool teacher for well over 15 years, okay? Mm-hmm. I was with your child. I was with most people's kids longer than More they be than with you. their kids. Mm-hmm. I know your child just as much as you know your child. I spent just as much time with them as you do when I was a preschool teacher. But also, if I'm responsible enough to watch your child, but then when I got an opinion, oh, you don't have kids, so you don't know. But oh, you have kids, and you don't know. You still so don't know. But I can watch your kid, and I can be, you know what I'm saying? I can be everything can else, but kid. I can't give you, I can't have an opinion on this situation, because I ain't got no kids. Even on social media, when stuff is happening with children, it's always like, oh, the people that's making this comment must not have no kids, or the people saying this must not have no kids. Do I lack common sense or common knowledge of child development if I make a certain uh, comment? Like, bro, this I'm going off on a tangent, but the way the world is and the way people see shit these days is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, you must ain't got no kids because you a person with no kids and never experienced that would say some shit like that. Just because <laughs> I don't have kids don't mean I don't have basic fucking common sense either. Thanks. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's a trigger for me because I'm like, bro, y'all leave y'all kids with people who do not have kids every day. Every day. Who take care of your kids, who teach your children, who tend to your children, who wipe your children's ass depending on how old they are and all of that. But then you turn around and say, because you don't have no kids of your own, then you don't have an opinion on this. Man, fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I've just, I, I would just say, however you choose to handle the situation, enter it with caution. That's all I would say. Yeah. But I got a video in regards to sisterhood. Ooh. Y'all know I always got a video. Yeah. I always got a video. And I think this one is really dope. So I want to dedicate this to the aunties and all my sisters in my life. Yay. I got one that I pray with. <laughs> And I got one that you probably shouldn't play with because she stay with the shits. And I got one that I slay with 
If we talking glamour and glitz, me and my girls be on goals. We like to get it together. And when I'm not on my toes, she tell me, get it together. She be peeping them snakes. Never bring me no beef or no hate. And when I'm lost in my fear, my good sis get me back deep in my faith. I look up. And here come my rock with a rock to remind me of the beast I enslaved. We never let time get in the way. We know we both got lives, but we both a hop a boat for our ship when it comes down to the wire. Fight fire and hell. I like the higher and self, and I never go thirsty because my sisters got whales. And we water each other. Sometimes it's crazy. We be like daughter and mother. When that nurture is needed, we be windows and mirrors for reflection and reason, regal when reaching our dreams. We'll take one for the team when the going gets tough, and you'll get your ass checked on your mess, but it's all wrapped up in love. No bites on backs, only the pats from the hugs. Sisterhood sold up, then showed up so many times it's insurmountable, holding me down and accountable. That's why even if I disagree with her. Uh, I need that whole thing. I got the whole I thing. I found the whole thing. I just, I kept finding that though. I, kept I got the whole thing. She did it, uh, she did it live uh, about two years ago, and I uh, two yeah about two years ago, and I saw it live, and I recorded the whole thing. So I got it. I get it, girl. That's K Love She literally touched on everything we just said, like holding me down and accountable. But my favorite part is when she said, "Sometimes we be like mother and daughter." Daughter, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's the truth. That, that's that. That's that holding motherfuckers accountable. That's the holding accountable, and sometimes it's the nourishing part too. Yeah, yeah. But even even like that, you know, sometimes like the knowledge that we share, it's like, yep. You ain't never been here, and it don't matter the age difference or whatever. You've never been there. You've never experienced that, and that's okay. But let me help you. Why you figuring this out? Why you alone the way? Why you trying to understand your journey? Like, let me help you. Because the mm -hmm. one thing that a lot of us realize that um, it, what I realize that a lot of us aren't willing to do is to take advice. Yeah. She be hard. Life is hard. Uh. And once mm -hmm. we realize that the people around us, most of the people around us, if we keep good people around us, they ain't trying to fuck us over or do us no harm. But the ones that you know got your best interests at heart ain't going to never tell you no shit that's going to have you out here looking stupid or have you out here uh, fumbling. You know they what I'm saying? They got your best interests so, at heart. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't like... We don't like those spaces. I know I don't. I don't like being in those spaces where it's like, oh, fuck, I feel like I'm failing. I feel yeah. like I'm fucking up. I don't really know what to do. I don't really. But sometimes I be quick to be like, what can I do to be better? What can I do to be better? And then even sometimes you got to be okay with motherfuckers saying, running down the list to you. <laughs> don't run me down no motherfucking list. I, uh, one thing. No. 
No, get no, give me one thing. Because the thing about me is, if you give me a list, I'm gonna try to work on that whole list. I, I need one not thing. Fuck that. I'm not because then I feel like if you give me a whole list, then I need to be. I feel like a whole list is like you was waiting for the opportunity to tell me, and then you tell me I'm when you had the opportunity to. So are you really my motherfucking friend? Because you waited to give me a whole fucking list of things that I could have worked on to be better. When well, I could have yeah. been working on that a long time ago. Well, yeah. But don't let oh. you turn around again. But what if they did tell you, you just didn't receive it? No. Not no whole fucking list. I'm just saying, they probably broke it down and spec Like, you might need to do this, that, and the third. And he was like, all right, and never did it. Now they got the whole list on your ass. Nah, <laughs> bruh. Because <laughs> even, if, even, even if I did not listen... You being my friend, you should have came. You should have doubled back on me, like, hey, bitch, I told your motherfucking ass. Like, what did I tell you? That go your mother daughter moment. What did right. I? Right. <laughs> Why you ain't do what I told you to do? I do it to this one all the time. Where she at? Right here. Oh yeah, all the time. Where I do it at? to her. Cool. And we do be like mother and daughter. <laughs> the the girl in that picture. Shit. <laughs> But we do be like mother and daughter because she'll come back and check me too. Yeah, I know. You know, she'll come back and check me too. And that's what I be needing. Cause I don't like I don't like motherfuckers that's just gonna be around me and let me like, girl. That's so dope. Bitch, I just dug up. Do my shit all willy-nilly. Like, ho, you got me out here looking stupid. You yeah. think I'm a, I think I'm out here doing amazing. Yeah. And I'm out here. Looking stupid, looking stupid, and you okay with me looking stupid, and, bitch? And you know what? And, bitch, and, some, and unfortunately, and that's how Take you wing them out, <laughs> and that's how you wing them out, because there are some friends out there that just want you to fail secretly, want you to look bad, want you to fail. You know yeah. what I mean? They don't want you to do good. I, 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 if I walk, I tell you this right here. I know about three girls off the top of my head. If I walk outside. And I look crazy, and they see me, they on my ass. Mm. If I'm looking crazy, man, I don't even know them people. I don't know people who want to see me looking bad so they have something to say. If it's mm. a motherfucker out here that feel that way about me, stay your ass invisible, ho, and just watch me, watch me do me. If I'm looking crazy out here in these streets, I want my friends to tell me, "Hey, look." <laughs> Look, my sister be telling me I'll be listening. Fix your hair. <laughs> your track slipping. Like, <laughs> like, bitch, you going outside. When you going to get your hair done? I was like, fuck you. I'm about to go outside. And, <laughs> and that's the other thing, too, that we don't do a lot. We don't take care of other people that's not our friends or not our sisters. Now, see, that no, I don't like. Black women. That I don't, that I do not like. I don't like that. If I, if, if I see a black woman outside and I feel like she's looking, there's something, whatever, you know, so like I had to tell this lady the other day, I said, um, your wig is tilted. Yeah. Shit like that. This whole look, oh girl, she went to the bathroom, got it together. I think that we should I don't like the fact that we would laugh and talk about each other. Yeah, because we quick to do this. Because we real quick to be. Now, see, I don't pull my phone out. Now, but what I would. I mean, not you too. necessarily, but people do <laughs> be quick to pull out their motherfucking phone. Yeah, people in order to, to pull out their phone. Capture a moment. 
Because I do it from time to time too, but if it, I only do it when it's some real funny shit. Like but yesterday, everybody is like yesterday was a nigga in this today. line that had his drawers on inside out, and I thought I chuckled. First off, okay. how do we know his drawers was inside out? Because you know these niggas be sagging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you can see the label. I mean, like you can see the print on his on his drawers. But we don't like an older lady. I was um I had got out the car and I had on a, a long like a t shirt dress, but I had leggings on. So it wasn't like they was gonna be able to see my ass or nothing. But it was like up. And mm-hmm. she was like, "Excuse me, let me um." Pull the other side of your shirt down for you, baby. And I'm like, thank you, girl. You know, so she pulled the shirt down for me or whatever. And I went on about my merry little way. But it was just like, I appreciated the fact that she went out her way. You know what I'm saying? Because she could have let me walk around with this shirt tucked yeah. in my, you know. You know, I got a little humpity hump. You know, it could have been, she could have let that shirt stay tucked in my little hump. And went on about her day, and I could have been walking around looking crazy, but she didn't. Unfortunately, us as black women, we are not always receptive to another woman's um, assistance, assistance. Mm-hmm. assistance, and all that. Because I had, I was getting drug, blood drawn by a phlebotomist. She had a whole booger in her nose, and <laughs> even though I was scared that that booger was gonna fall on my arm or something somewhere, I still. <laughs> I still told her after she finished, once I saw it was still intact in her nose, I was like, ma'am, you have a booger in, her, in your nose. Oh, or I was like, like, get that. And she got, she looked like she got offended. I don't she know if she did. got offended with me or embarrassed or she maybe she got mad at everybody else that let that shit just hang there. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But... I feel. I'm sorry. I'm not so petty, but it's for real because I even saw a video about. Um, they were saying how we can't even speak to another woman, to some black women, without them. Oh, why are you giving me a compliment? Or they look like, oh, bitch, don't talk to me in a sense. If I see a black woman, this bitch didn't change for time. Okay, if I see a black woman. And I think that she is fly as hell. I'm going to tell her ass. I don't care how you take it. Girl, I hear compliments at the window all the time. They be like, bitch, like, hold on. I I haven't necessarily experienced that. I mean, I don't think where I've where I've told a a black woman that she looks nice and um and it was received. I hate the ones that act like they don't hear you. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Now I've had that. I've oh, you heard me coming on to them. It's like, bitch, I like that. I'm sure it's an auntie. So when I go downtown during the week, <laughs> I go downtown twice. But there is an auntie that I see on. It's usually on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. When I say Mama is laid, do you hear me from head to toe? She make me want to do better, bringing my ass outside. And every time I see her, it's like she's like on this particular side of the street i said i said one of these days i'm gonna walk right through her ma'am killing it from from head to toe i mean she got a slick like uh platinum but it's like a platinum silver gray or whatever bald head Uh and then she when i'm saying dress glasses match 
uh, or sunglasses match, pants, shoes, everything just looking because she looked like she smelled good. Like, I just want to hug this woman because she's so freaking like she just and she just be on it and she just be boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, I I be coming downtown with my little pants on and a regular shirt just looking regular gym shoes but she be hitting it and i'm like you make she makes me want to do better mm-hmm. and i don't even know this lady and she probably listen i'm gonna start putting my good world. shit on okay I'm, okay i'm like well i gotta start putting my good shit on i'm outside this only time i'm going outside really unless it's the weekend i need to start putting my good shit on and the crazy good part shit is on. she probably carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders but still out here looking like undefeated and that one compliment that she get probably would change her whole entire day. And you wouldn't even know. Like, she, she probably looking up to your ass after you give it a compliment. Because that probably be just what she need. And that's I'm what us her one day, baby, And let her know. Like, girl, I be yelling at the window. I be, uh, it was a girl, her and her sister, they was out here with shorts on. And they was like, one was like brown and one was like really chocolate. And they was out here with their shorts on and they was skating. And they was all oiled up and shit. I was like, oh, y'all out here fine skating and shit? <laughs> and I just kept riding and I just heard them laughing. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm a yellow compliment out the window if I see you out here doing your thing and looking fine. Like, and then I saw a girl a couple of days ago. She was standing outside in front of her house taking selfies and shit. She doing all of this. And I'm like, uh, don't worry about it. You cute. <laughs> and she just started laughing. But I'm like, shit, that kind of shit made people day. That kind of stuff For made real. people feel That's look true. good because you don't know what they be dealing with. That's um, true. That's and even like today, um, it wasn't a woman. It was actually a man. Like he was holding the door for me. And you know, when you see somebody opening the, holding the door, you try to do that little shuffle to hurry up. Yeah, speed up a little bit. I was bit. like, oh, I'm sorry. Because I I was looking down at my phone. And I looked up and I saw him still standing there holding. I'm like, oh my bad, I'm sorry. He was like, no, nah, sis, you ain't gotta rush. He's like, don't ever let nobody rush you. You walk. Like, you take your time. Like, nigga gonna hold the door, he gonna hold the door. And well, I'm yes, like, <laughs> you right. <laughs> you right. <laughs> you right. <laughs> but, you know, and those kind of things, like, that made my day because I was like, Shh, I was up here stressing. <laughs> And as I'm walking into the um to the store, like trying to find some clothes and shit, like that's when that happened. But he walked in, I don't know, might have been his wife. She was an older looking lady. Might have been his wife, might have been his mama, who knows? But I was I wanted to tell that lady you taught him well. Okay. Mm-hmm. You did like, your fine with that. Have a good day, sis. You know, I was laughing because you know, nigga was out here. Have a good day, sis. I was like, okay with the sis. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. <sorry>, yes, <laughs> but um, oh, I got a couple quotes. Hold on. Let's do it. <laughs> did you check? I did. I was snapping my fingers. I thought you was gonna keep going. Don't oh, uh-uh. So here is one. Sisterhood. Sisterhood symbolizes they left the S off. All that we <laughs> I was Give them grace, girl. Give them grace. I am. 
<laughs> they represent the struggles we all face as we grow. While we cling to them, no one can explain. But in the end, we are all stronger for it. True. And then this one. <laughs> I was going to try to read it. Do out. it in a voice. Do it in a voice if you can. I, can. I ain't going to make it through <laughs> I don't believe, I don't believe an accident <laughs> of birth makes people sisters or brothers. It makes them siblings. Gives them mutuality of parentage. Sisterhood and brotherhood is a condition of people is a condition people have to work at. Maya. And then lastly Angelo. Angelo. <laughs> I can't see the top. What did it say? A real friend is someone who knows. Okay, because on this side, on the back end side, it got some stuff covering it. Wow. A real friend is someone who knows how damn crazy you are, but is still willing to be seen out in public with you. Yeah, that's me. And I feel like this was us that weekend we was out. Just outside, cutting up. You <laughs> talking about Alabama or this way? When we was up that way, shit, both. Yeah, we was cutting up a little bit. That was fun. Genesis dancing, pocket lot and stuff. <laughs> like I like she was out here alone. Partner, I swear. We was getting it that whole time, girl. Uh -huh. I, yeah. I said how that video not too long ago. What was that like a week ago? Hell yeah. Girl, I already got saved on my phone shit from when you sent it to me the first time. Girl, I was having to it's be in my phone somewhere. my damn phone and was laughing at some shit and saw that when I sent it to you. I was like, hell no. It's funny. But, um, yeah, I think as we get older, like, I know as I've gotten older, um, my biggest thing for myself lately is that I want more flourishing female friendships. Yeah. Um, Simply because I, I don't have many, you know, and that's simply been because the people that I grew up with, we went in totally different directions. You know, mm -hmm. the people that was my, my crew when I was younger, um, you know, they was, they was out here for the streets. <laughs> and I was out here scared to be for the streets when I was 18 years old. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> And it probably safer then than it is now, shit. Yeah. It probably was safer then. It was. Hey, oh, hey, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Why am I sitting here, like, anticipating the helicopter, like, right now? Like, because I'm probably doing... holding it. She just oh, no, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually holding the phone. This is there will be no helicopter tonight. I just need you to spin it as it, and let it fall to the ground. Here, it ain't a show. <laughs> <laughs> now she simulated it just for she you. Did. <laughs> That's funny. Miss you, ladies. How y'all doing? We miss you too. Good. Good. Man, I am toasty. I've had like three full margaritas already. So three of five margaritas. Listen, and I barely made it through this glass. I look, I did a little more, y'all. 
Okay. That's what's okay. up. I see more letters. That means you did do more. See, that's what's up. That's what's up. I don't know how how much more. <laughs> I just got sleepy as hell. That's real auntie shit. You drinking your sleepy? Man, you over there drinking lighter fluid, girl. What you drinking, girl? That old ass bottle of Amsterdam that I had over here for. Mm. Okay. Yep. Yep. That'll do it. That'll do it. That's probably why it's trying to knock me out right now. Uh-oh. That Amsterdam that she done had since COVID, the June of last year. <laughs> Not COVID. <laughs> uh, it actually, I've actually had it since I went on a cruise boat. Oh wow! Before COVID. Okay. I forgot it was in my suitcase. I kept traveling back and forth with it in my suitcase in the sock. Okay. Girl, I was That's... just exaggerating saying COVID. You gonna say before COVID? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that part. <laughs> Well, damn. Well, damn. That's that Amsterdam potent. Catch me up. What y'all been talking about? Girl, too much shit. Everything. I'm still smoking on this little bitty ass. That better not be. It's probably at the filter right now, and I'm still trying to get shit out. That's the good part. That's when you get real up there. That better not be the same one from the last time we talked. It is from her birthday. Oh, her birthday. It is. It is. You are the most preservingest. What's crazy is she got one of these over there where she just started putting shit in it. No, I have a container somewhere around here that has some leftover bright for my birthday last year but it's in a sealed tight container and i lost mm. it it's somewhere around here mm. I was you, put put well, you gotta put that somewhere where you can find it girl you can't Absolutely. just look i got a whole jar full of little things little joints in here oh wow oh now my nigga oh, this is my... these are herbal smokes these are herbal smokes Okay, girl. Mm. These ain't gonna get you high. You just gonna be smoking. Oh, I don't want that. You gonna be relaxed? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not gonna get you high though. Oh, that's okay. I could, I just want to be one to relax sometimes. That's like it's that Marley. That's like that Marley tea Cassandra's drinking right now. Uh-huh. Marley tea? Yeah, they got Marley, Bob Marley tea. tea. Girl, that yeah. shit yeah, right It's full of CBD or something like that, right? It's got a whole bunch of stuff in there. That's gonna be my drink. I got. I had to tell her like to slow down. No, give thanks and praise, praise to the Lord, and I will feel alright. Bob Marley drink that I'm gonna have in Jamaica all day, every day. Mm. It's so pretty too. It's like is pretty. What green, yellow, and red? Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of Jamaica, How? y'all still got time. Y'all still got time. Y'all still got time. Fat fam jamming in Jamaica, September 14th through the 17th. Uh-huh. I mean, y'all gonna put y'all a little hundred dollars down. Is it okay? So is it a hundred dollars per person in the suite? Cause girl, you gotta go on the thing. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. I be forgetting. I think it's fifty dollars per person that makes it a hundred dollars. Or I think it might be a hundred dollars per person. It's a hundred dollars per person. Okay. Mm. That sounds about right. How you know? Because I was on there looking. Y'all booked I don't already? think so. I don't think we did $100 per person. Y'all booked already? 
I did. Oh, yeah, Coach. I mean, I looked after some other people. Like some people was on it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, hey, let me get to the money. Let me get to the money. <laughs> and then I can't. Then I had to pay. But yeah, I booked. I, I think it is though. I don't know. Let me look. I gotta get my the Give thanks and praise to the Lord. I'm gonna have my uh, passport in time. I try to do a rush and everything. They still saying it's like a, a back order. What? Mm-hmm. For that long though, September's a while away. And they said, "What well, shit? I know a couple people that did the expediate and they got that shit within a couple of weeks." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that because I've already was in the system that it won't take so long. Oh, okay. oh, you had one before, but it's already had one. I just had to renew. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. Well, I have to look at mine, but I think mine. I still got a long time before mine expires. And that's your birthday weekend, a week. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Somebody should sponsor me. Right, no. On my birthday, also Auntie Michelle for her birthday, y'all. Like, come on now. Yeah. Straight up. Somebody sponsor Auntie Michelle for her birthday. I think we should put that in the inbox. <laughs> put, that in, put that in the wishbowl, huh? Yeah, put that in the inbox. It's my birthday in September. That's a trip to Jamaica. Yeah, oh, girl, I was about to. Ooh. It's $50 per person. Is it? <laughs> she spent the whole time trying to read it. I knew that's what she was looking for. Because I didn't want nobody to be wondering and then like try to go find the information and then be like, no, it's a hundred dollars. It's fifty dollars per person. It's fifty dollars mm-hmm. per person. Okay. Oh shit. Fifty dollars per person, and then you got until August to pay it off. That's a good what, what month we in? We in June. The first week of June. I hope it's the end of August. Uh oh. I think it is. I think it's like thirty to forty-five days before the trip. Okay, that makes sense. So Check it's the right there, time. like almost a month mm-hmm. before the it's trip. It's gonna be probably like August thirteenth. Okay. Was the, the trip is September fourteenth. So I think yeah. it's like oh. the around the seventh or the tenth. I feel sugar baby buddy. I'm down. Listen. I'm down. Michelle, so what's your what's your definition of sisterhood? Oh, okay. That's a good question. So my definition of sisterhood is uh, a circle of women um, that you know that you can have an open and honest space with. That's that's my definition of sisterhood. Um, someone's gonna call you out on your mess, you know. Um, someone's gonna be listening to you, but not always have the me too syndrome that goes with it, you know. So somebody I can kick it with, have fun with, um, just be transparent with, cause like really, we're trying to fight it. You know, we're trying to fight being transparent with everybody. So if you have a good circle of friends who you can really be transparent with um, in your times of vulnerability, that's awesome. That's works. Yeah. 
But it's already hard enough to be transparent with people anyway. But I mean, it's, it's real hard to build that though. I feel, I've, I've always felt it's real hard to build a true sisterhood um, with, with women because not all women are trying to um, validate your come up or be be there as your inner circle. You know? So, and I've I've had I've been burnt many a times, you know, trying to build a sister circle, only to find out that some of those people was who was in my boat was actually poking holes in my boat to try to sink me. You know, so um, it took me a long time to develop that type of trust with. A circle of friends, you know, who I could trust. And straight up for real, though, like our aunties chat, that's like a whole safe space. Yeah. For me, like I, I run over there. Y'all, y'all know how crazy off the wall I could get. <laughs> I started early at seven in the morning talking some yin yang with y'all. You know, so y'all <laughs> think it's harder now to come up with, or not to come up with, to create sisterhoods than maybe when we were younger. Like, mm-hmm. do do you think that? It's hard to get new friends now because we're always checking for people's intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't know what what is your motive, ma'am. And we sh- it shouldn't have to be like that. Like, yeah. why do we look for ill intent from other women when shit? We we really need each other. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's harder when you're. Um, it's harder when you're older um, for all of those reasons, because like when you're younger, you're not you, you, you're learning what friendship is and you're learning who you are and how you can be a friend to somebody and knowing what a friend is to you. Like what what those looks like, mm-hmm. what that looks like. So by the time you get older and like you said, like Auntie Michelle, unfortunately, you've been through situations where you've been been scorned from those things and we mm-hmm. I think we all have at some mm-hmm. point been scorned by other women and it's really hard to um to uh to build that trust when you get older because you're like yeah. what's different about like especially and it, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing like if you was in a relationship it's like okay so what's this what's different about you than than this last person like what sets you apart what makes you different mm-hmm. um I know for me, like I meet a lot of different women all the time with what I do. Mm-hmm. So when I'm out and I do my parties and I do my events, I'm always meeting different women. And I have random women that say hi, reach out to me all the time. And they probably want to hang out or do stuff. And I'd be reluctant, you know, mm-hmm. even though I probably need to get my ass out there because I'm trying to be more. <laughs> <laughs> social and build a, a, a build a base but I just I be so like I don't because I don't I can't I know who I have in my circle that I can trust yeah. and that's it y'all call me I'm coming my other girls call me I'm coming but anybody else I don't know if I'm gonna come. <laughs> yeah. I don't know because I don't know if I could trust that yeah but then again when you're younger you 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 suffer from you know wanting to be included in everything. You you you're fearful of the FOMO. If I don't go along with the crowd, then I'm gonna miss out on something great. 
you know, but once you get a little bit older and identify with who you are and what you like and what your boundaries are, you know, then you start to really develop those true friendships because then you know when someone has crossed the line and you're ready to cut that person off because they're they're jeopardizing your peace and they're jeopardizing your sanity. But when you're a lot younger, you sacrifice that for the sake of friendships because you need you feel like you need to have these people and you don't really have good judgment. You know, when you're a lot younger, you're like, oh, okay, this is my friend's friend and we're going to kick it or whatever. You build a whole trust and a whole ladder of, of people who you think you can depend on until they really, really let you down and disappoint you. And then that's when you learn who you are, what your boundaries are. And like, no, you're never going to do that to me again. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I think when we're older, making friends is harder because we're already jaded. Like we're already jacked up. We're already <laughs> we already feel some type of way about friendships and people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same when it comes to relationships too. Like we're already jaded. So it makes it harder for us to let down that guard and be open and receptive to people being our friends or people being in our circle. Because we like, nah, when we let that other bitch in our circle. <laughs> you, know what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it's that whole kind of thing, you know. When I became friends with that other hoe, that bitch was out here sleeping with everybody, man. So, you know, sometimes it becomes a whole different type of dynamic when you've been jaded, you've been hurt, you've been scorned by other people that you decided to let go. Um, mm-hmm. It's so funny because I just walked into Facebook and the first post that came up is somebody that said, I don't want I don't want no friend who has to sneak and talk to me. And it man. Like why why would I have to sneak and talk to you? You know what that sounds like somebody who was in a relationship with a they uh significant yeah, other they mate right. said now you can't yeah. have no friends. And he and they saying like nah you can't talk to this person because of blah 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 blah. Right. Like, because I'm like, because why would you? I, well, I don't know. I'm not gonna sneak and talk to nobody. Look, I done talked to such and such today, <laughs> right? That person yesterday. Let me tell you what, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm not sneaking and doing shit with somebody that I'm close with. If we gotta do that, then we not friends. Like, I'm if I gotta sneak and hang out with you, that's a different situation. Like, we can't post pictures and stuff because of your other friends, girl. Then you don't need to hang out with me. That's true. You need to pick and choose which uh friendship is more important to you because baby, I don't post pictures most of the time any damn way, right? Because ain't nobody got their business unless we just having fun and want to share that shit. I mean. I don't like people knowing my location anyway. Like y'all, mm-hmm. up. Y'all ain't about to run up on me. I shoot. Mm-hmm. Chitty bang bang. Not I shoot. <laughs> they shoot. Oh, I made you look. Oh, sorry. One pop to the top. <laughs> run up and get dropped. That's how they go. Got some it's always the little one. Now I run up and get <laughs> said it's always the little one. It is at the bottom that be running up trying to sprawl over trees and shit. Especially Auntie Michelle. Auntie Michelle, <laughs> little me. 
like a little spider monkey. Right. <laughs> yeah. I need that nigga seven five. Yeah, seven five will work for me. You are four two, ma'am. Yep. I'm gonna get my cardio while I'm climbing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is like people in the chihuahua. <laughs> like you're gonna be winded. No, that's like a uh them big ass dolls. I just saw one today. Oh, those big long uh uh not is it a Doberman? Not a Doberman, a uh, a Doberman. It's am, am I am I right? A Doberman? Yeah, uh, I think that's what the one. A great dame. Yeah, a great dame. A great dame. One of them motherfuckers. Yeah, they yeah. big they, ass like, dog. They what was they doing? They, they stand up on they on their hind legs. They they six over feet. It. Yeah, it's over with. Listen, I'm saying, I mean, you know what? I mean, the, the thing of it is, is like, you know, <laughs> anybody's taller than me. I'm not. Everybody. I don't know. I just like them that way, but I I I could deal with five, eleven, six yeah, feet. About my height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's taller than me, so it really don't matter. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, four twelve. Everybody gonna be taller than me. Yeah. What happened? Oh, I forget. You be adding them extra numbers. I'm like. I had to remember. That is my number. My number is my There is no such thing as. <laughs> Y'all gonna see it. Y'all gonna see it my way today. No doctor has ever told you that you're four twelve. <laughs> I'd like to tell me I'm five one and three quarters, and then nobody never want to believe me. Yeah, my doctor told me. I mean, me that. that's a believable but height, though. Yeah, four twelve. Four twelve is literally mm-hmm. five feet. He lets me have it. He lets me say it. Or twelve is area code. And he puts and he puts it on my chart for me. Oh my god! <laughs> I need to He's it. an enabler. Oh. Finding yeah, right. they get their license? Cause yeah. Here's the thing: I have to censor what I say right now. But he told me that I need to have something that's going to make me contract more often mm-hmm. because if I don't use it before you lose it it's going to fall out that's what he said it's it's like it's, it's, wait wait Ayla, what's going to fall out your coochie how is the coochie going to fall out if you coochie. don't use it it will fall out and that's a lie it ain't falling out <laughs> He said he said it was it was like use that. it or it lose like, it because yeah. of the muscles. Oh, okay. He said mine was two. He said mine was two out. together because he tried to do it. He tried to put the uh, speculum. He said he couldn't. It was two like that, and he was like, "Do you have something to assist you with making sure?" That it does this, it contracts. And yeah, it's like, it's called vaginal prolapse. That's the medical term. It's called vaginal prolapse. So we're prolapse. oh, you talking about? Oh, now that's something different. <laughs> what are you talking about? So you think when it fall out? <laughs> well, that's what they call it falling out because it does yo, it drops. Yeah. Oh no, my name drops. She's she just it, talking it, about it will. using it before she loses it. Yeah, uh, and, and that means when I say use it before you lose it, I'm talking about 
the the motion in the ocean. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about it, the whole thing gonna oh, fall I'm out. Over here getting technical. Okay, yeah, you talking about something totally different. We just talk about it's that. All world. It's all out. It just pretty much pretty much play with your joint. That's yeah. what he, that's what he yeah. told them. Don't tickle your fancy. You got me over here, and you still ain't girl. I'm just saying. I'm, I've been trying to, you know. I got sell stuff. My bitch. I got everything you need, unless you need a man that I don't have. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to be sell a bitch. Oh well, you can just go ahead and buy it, and it's gonna stick right on the wall. Yo, let me tell you something. Floor on the tub on the door. I'm very very clumsy. I'm clumsy with my own two feet. So if I smack something on the wall, can you see me trying to back that up? Yeah. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> no. Yeah. You said that. Let's, let's, let's. You let's can sit on the chair, too. Get your wooden put it, chair. Oh, put it on the chair? Yeah, put it on the chair. Shit. Do you fall off the chair all the time? I just might. I don't know. Anything can happen when I'm by myself in the room. I tried to do the busted challenge and cleared one whole side of the room. Oh. Like cleared it. Oh, wow. <laughs> what is happening? Glass. I'm trying to find glass and furniture went everywhere. You you gotta you gotta get it up out you. You mm. really, really do. I'm trying to tell you. Mm, yeah, I didn't realize it until um until I got into the business how important it is to mm-hmm. just get that and and you honestly got to get it off you at least two to three times a week. Listen. I ain't got the kind of time. Okay. We're gonna take that one ride and go and be two, okay? I'm kind of close. <laughs> I mean, you can still. I mean, it doesn't have to be two to three, but but ideally two to three because it helps with stress. It mm. helps. It helps with your heart. It helps mm. with your mental. It helps with um, energy. It helps with all kinds of stuff. Listen, I'm trying to tell you right now. <laughs> Genesis, what is happening? Because <laughs> you said what on to you. We got I five get, minutes, baby. I get sleepy after doing this. <laughs> don't touch me. Five minutes. I'm talking to myself. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bed. Don't touch me. You got to do it in the morning. Morning. That's not when I feel the sexiest. You know the, well, yeah. You know, do you know what the woman's average peak time is, right? No, tell me so I can figure it out. Our average peak time, pay attention when y'all are, when, when you think about sex the most, usually between the time frame of 10 and like two. Between 10, 10 at night or in the morning? In the morning, from 10 in the morning, it's like two or three in the afternoon, you'll have, you'll start having more and more thoughts about sex. At night too, it does happen at night. Shit, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. seems more reasonable for me because I'm like, we five minutes away from that. So, yeah. and then especially don't <laughs> be drinking it. Like, that usually happens at night. So, that's when it really gets there. I'm like that after I watch Bridgerton. <laughs> really? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Wait, have you seen? Have you seen? That's because she's a romantic. Have you, have you seen? Uh, it's the, the storyline. It's the storyline. The fifty. What's it called? Fifty days. Fifty nights. Fifty. No, it's, it's, that's what it's, it's called. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called 365, 365 Days. Mm -hmm. Let me watch that. To do what? To so what? it was 365 days for the for her to fall in love with him. But he Oh, I thought you was talking about masturbating for 365 days. No. I was about no. to say no. You can't do it. You don't think so? No. no. I might could be able to if I thought about it. No, I'm no. Sure you hold the fuck up. No. <laughs> I'd be tired. Be after like, no. be I, like, I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. Mm -mm. <laughs> that should be sore and no. numb. Don't do that. I am way too tipsy for this conversation. I'm like, go, go you out of it. Not the name. <laughs> Not the name. Out of the conversation. You <laughs> so did. Right, near time out, she too tipsy for it, but we finna get up out of here. Um, we want to thank y'all for joining us. We want to thank y'all for tuning in with us on another episode of the Fat Girl Chronicles After Dark with the Crazy Rich Aunties. We want to thank y'all for being here. Make sure y'all tune in on Tuesday. We got an amazing show on Tuesday. Uh, we are celebrating. Black Music Month on all month long. So make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and TikTok. We've been posting like music facts and fun things to do with music yeah. all month. Um, we still got a lot of months left to be able to post and celebrate Black Music Month. So make sure you check us out there. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and all of that good stuff. And then connect with us if you want to be on the show or you would like to get your music on the show during the new music moments or anything like that so connect with us reach out to us if you'd like to be a guest all of that um we got some dope stuff coming up we got a lot of amazing things happening behind the scenes on pgc that we'll be revealing to the world sooner than later so make sure y'all keep in touch keep in tag follow us like i said facebook youtube TikTok, instagram twitter U42, and you got all kind of options because you got PGC After Dark, you got PGC, um, you got PGC Media, and you got the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast group. So you got a lot of options. And we got two chats rolling. So we got a lot of things happening. Y'all got a lot of ways to connect with us and stay in tune with us. So make sure you do. All right. It's another episode. I'm your girl, Leah Rochelle. We got Auntie Jen. <laughs> we got Auntie Michelle down here at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then we got Auntie Ayla up in this thing. Ay, ay, ay. And we are out of here. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Y'all know what I say. Whatever you do for the evening and the rest of the week, don't do it with your half ass. Do it with your whole ass, y'all. We up out this thing. <laughs> Trust.
stuck inside my head Remembering you and I I analyze all those things you said You told me you loved me I kissed and you hugged me Then you smile, look in my eyes And tell me that you 